0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 29, I think it is, of the F-Stops Here podcast. Uh, just the, the trio of us tonight. Um, I'm Zach Eagolf, one of your hosts, and I'm joined by Jamie McDonald and Joshua Conti. How are you guys doing this evening?
1: Spectacular. I am well.
0: Uh, sorry for the delay in, uh, in getting started. We had a little bit of technical difficulties, but I think everything's taken care of now, at least until next episode, when I'm sure something else will go wrong. So... Um, Josh, why don't we start with you this evening? Uh, what have you been shooting?
1: Um, I've been, once again, doing a lot of um, shooting with the old iPhone, but um, been finding out new ways to to uh, explore with it and, and take some crazy shots. Shots that don't even look great in the, the thing I'm finding out how to edit. Edit to music. Do you hear that? Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um are you what am I what what is I have no idea why that's playing back. I don't hear it on my end. I hear it. I can hear it through you. I can also but, hear it through you. Are you watching the YouTube video?
2: <laughs> haven't you ever called into a radio show, Josh? Don't you know how this works.
0: sir, <laughs> uh, please turn your radio down. Right.
2: <laughs> the delay is Holy. gonna confuse
0: you, sir.
1: Holy crap, no. Um, apparently, I tweeted the link, and then the link decided to populate into a new browser under my Chrome, so I wasn't... Oh, there that.
0: you go. Cool. Problem solved. Wow. Nice. I love so, Josh, you iPhones.
1: Yes. Um, sorry <laughs> about that. Total, total oh. noob going on here. Oh. Wow. Mm. Uh, anyway, um... Yeah, I've been doing a lot of shoot my iPhone. Um, I decided to stop trying to square crop everything because I use Instagram along with um, IFTTT to recipe all my pictures everywhere. So I decided to start embracing the, the full gloriousness of a full shot on the iPhone. So I'm now using Square Ready, which I've seen a lot of people using. It's actually a fantastic little app. Um, it enables me to upload a regular iPhone shot to Instagram in 2.968 by 2.968 glory. What's that app so, uh It's called Square Ready. S-Q-A-R-E-A-D-Y. It's like square and ready mashed together. Oh. And it's actually the free version is a fantastic one. It enables you to put uh, color gradients, selectable, adjustable, completely... Um, completely, you know, customizable color gradients behind uh, the crop if you do like a white or black top bot- top or bottom sideboard or all. It's a great little app, and um, it really brings out the stuff that I've had to crop out my pictures and stuff, and I feel like I'm out- almost adding better resolution to the pictures even though it's still going up as a, a square upload, and it's still Instagram, but I've been catching a lot of sunsets, and sometimes, you know, they say the, the camera you have is the, you know, the camera you have is the you know the best camera you've got or the best camera with you is the best camera you have or Something whatever the like saying goes, but <laughs> I'm tired. I'm really tired. <laughs> I am I'm, I'm literally just, you know, shooting for comments here now, but um but yeah, it, it really goes without saying like tonight there's a beautiful sunset and I didn't have my camera with me, so bust out the iPhone and, and get it because it's a moment you're never gonna see again. So but it's all about doing it right and I've actually been approached by uh, my local camera shop to actually do a class on, if- on on shooting with iPhones and Android phones and things like that. So I'm going to start crafting um, up a few different things to do a basics class. I'm not going to do a this is the app you need to use or this is how you need to shoot, but more of a you know focus on using like actual photography principles and apply it to shooting with your phone so you're actually thinking more like a photographer even you know, if you only have a phone or whatever, so it's gonna be more principles and basics and rules and things like that. Then, then you know who you know. You can use whatever app you want if you want to do HDR. I don't care.
2: <laughs> I uh, like my... Zach's got the analog lower I third. Going. I can't get
0: my lower third to work tonight. <laughs> another part of the broken. So,
1: take bets on how on how long you hold it up tonight.
0: Oh, I'm done. <laughs> 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 Which sucks because I just wrote on everything, all of my notes that I took for fantasy football. uh (laughs) looks like I'm drafting Tim Tebow Tebow. and the entire Ravens defensive Uh, line let's not get crazy here
1: so anything else you've been doing um that's that's about it so if anybody wants to leave comments if anybody's paying attention right now or is listening later on or anything if anybody thinks that I need to include something in my class feel free to leave it in the notes or send me somewhere on any of my my Twitter Facebook or anything uh you know, drop me comments, let me know what you'd like to see in a class, and um, maybe I can drop the notes from the class and whatever the outline is on a later time when I do it.
0: Yeah, we can also always include them as a part as of show the notes. show notes or something, if that's yeah. something that you'd be interested in doing.
1: But yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing. Um, I keep trying to drag my camera around. I've got a bunch of pictures I want to get back and edit, so at some point I'm going to get back into some late night editing sessions and edit some personal stuff for once rather than... Weddings and other stuff like that, so that's that's my goal.
0: Jamie, you've been uh, climbing the charts on Flickr.
1: Yes, Yay, <laughs>
0: crazy. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, we went to the local orchard to pick
2: peaches, because we like to do canning every year, and uh, I just saw, you know, it's part of being a photographer, I guess. You see something, it just catches your eye, the way the light is, just the composition of everything, the way it's laid out in front of you, so we were pulling an old radio flyer wagon through the orchard and we had a bushel basket full of peaches sitting in the wagon and uh, I just liked the way it looked I had a 17 millimeter 1.8 on so it gives a really wide perspective but I can also if I'm close enough get a really shallow depth of field so I crept up on the wagon and as my kids started to come back I said stop back up hold on (laughs) took the picture put it up on Flickr and then it, like, hits explore, and then, like, of people look at it. It's weird.
0: Flicker's crazy. Yeah.
2: It's, there seems <laughs> but, uh, to be
0: no rhyme or reason to it's the algorithm.
2: No, totally. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't see too many, I'm not talking, like, saying my picture's great, but I don't see too many, like, crappy pictures hit explore, but I don't understand how it works. If it's all purely machine-based, it's pretty crazy how it works. Yeah. Um, and you're right, there's no rhyme or reason, like, compositionally or subject matter camera used whatever it doesn't matter it doesn't seem to
0: be any time either because I mean you've had photos hit like quickly and yeah like immediately and then I've had the
2: pictures pick up like days and days later but um so yeah I did that um like I think I mentioned last week I was I kind of felt emotionally like in a rut um I do that every once in a while I'll get like a couple of days where I'm like in a funk and I'm like man I need to get out and shoot and I hadn't gotten out and shot. So I looked at the weather forecast and saw that there was going to be some rain again and maybe some storms. So I figured what the hell I'll try to go out and maybe get some lightning photos. And I'm not interrogating you Zach. You don't have to do this. Um, so I arranged to shoot with the pro skater that I shot with like a month ago for like an evening shoot. And it was under the conditions that, uh, We were going to shoot for a while in, like, a darker setting with off-camera lighting and stuff. And if I happened to see lightning appearing in the background, we were going to bail on him. And that's kind of what happened. (laughs) So we bailed on him. (laughs) And uh, so I had – it was myself and a couple other photographers. um, And we kind of storm chased. I'll show you a few pictures that I got from that night. Um, Nothing, like, super major. But um, there we go. So – this was looking south from our position and I just mentioned south because originally we were looking straight west and it was all coming directly at us and then literally like seven or eight miles from our position it it split in half and went south of us and north of us so this was like as good as I could get of a lightning shot we we're positioned in kind of a cool spot where there was a lot of traffic so we got to get some light trails going with it you know um, the only cloud of ground lightning I could get and it's kind of a crappy picture because the there was a long exposure, and the clouds moved. Um, so that was Friday night, and I decided that uh, Sunday night I wanted to shoot some more at night, and I called up a couple of people and had them come out to do some light painting. And so Always. we did some light painting Always at my son's school painting. on the merry-go-round. It was one of the things we did it on. I have some electroluminescent wire wrapped around a pole. And so that's what is the red, the sphere that or the circle that's kind of wrapped around me in the center there is just a pair of gloves that have LED lights in the fingertips. Where do you get you know, those? Amazon for like seven bucks. <laughs> nice. <Cool. laughs> yeah. And uh, so they I think they're like for raves I guess, but whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> so basically, I mean, you can see how simple this was to make. It's just we spun the mirror around until I felt like I was gonna puke, and we took pictures. And, of course I had to spin some steel wool so uh, we thought that the reflective surface of the slide would be cool because we could get it to reflect a bunch of light and kind of I, I don't I just like the composition of this one because the slide kind of leads right up to you and the brightest part of the spot or the picture is you know the spinning of the wool so that's what I did this weekend uh, oh, I suppose I could stop screen sharing first so anyways that's what I did I just got out of the funk you know and i did a lot of shooting at night which is not my norm so it was kind of fun and i got a lot of apple wine yeah
0: (laughs) well that's what i was going to say i I saw your pictures of just just regular old pictures you were putting up on twitter i couldn't tell if you were making if you were canning apples or or canning fruit or uh making moonshine (laughs) yes i kind of got really excited that it may have been yeah it might have been both so um (laughs) Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Always enjoy uh, seeing your your light painting photos. I think um, that's that's some of the the cooler stuff that you do. Yeah. I also love to. I also love the preemptive tweets that uh, you send out. Especially um, this week's was something like just went into the hardware store, bought a whisks, uh, steel wool, and like a bunch colored LEDs and all this other stuff. I'm pretty sure the uh, clerk looked at me like I had two heads. Yeah. yeah, well, it was funny because I went in, the best place to get a lot of this stuff is the dollar store.
2: So we have a little dollar store here in my town, and I went in, and that's the stuff that I showed up with at the counter were two steel whisks, two steel dog chains, and a nine-volt battery. <laughs> and I and I set them on the counter, you know, and he's reading the book behind the counter, you know, and he looks up at the counter, and he looks at me, and he goes, I said, yeah, I know, it's pretty interesting. You know, he goes, yes, first time seeing that, first time seeing that. So then I went to pay, and for some reason I had, like, a bracelet of these uh, beads on my hand, but up. And then he proceeds to ask me if I was Buddhist. Oh. So I said, did you see the stuff that I'm buying? Not very Buddhist-like. Uh,
0: we've got really um. dirty pans and... <laughs> and if it doesn't behave, it won't get... I won't put the lotion on it or whatever. I don't, what I don't remember <laughs> how that goes. I've I'm making scrambled already. eggs. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. We'll put uh, we'll put links up to those uh, in the show notes, or we could just do what we pretty much do every week and tell everybody to go look at. Oh, I cut out. Hang on. Tell everybody to go look at uh, Jamie's Flickr uh, every week. Yes, it's just yeah. It's, if,
1: if seriously, just, if you guys aren't following Jamie on Facebook and Flickr and Twitter and stuff, you're missing out a lot of cool stuff.
0: Contest. It,
1: yes. You're, uh there's a lot of um, there's a lot of cool stuff he's doing, and, and the fact he's doing everything on Micro Four Thirds is just even cooler to me. But um. Jamie's a pro in my eyes, so ah, even, if he, no. even if he doesn't consider
0: himself a pro, <laughs> and he's giving stuff away. Yes, yeah, freebies.
2: Better hurry up sure, because okay. tomorrow I draw a name, and yeah. I'm gonna do it tomorrow night. So, Get I'll it give in. everybody like as much time as I possibly can.
0: What did you think of the bag? I mean, I saw, I, I watched your your video review of it, but um, um it they're pretty... actually cool. I'm not yeah. a big sling bag
2: guy. I'll be perfectly honest, but really? I wore it around for like the day. And uh, it fits good, um, and I think I mentioned it like at the end of my video, and it sounds really stupid the way I think I mentioned it. But the point I was trying to get across is that, excuse me, a sling bag, you know, the the primary interface with your body is just one strap, and I think ultimately it comes down to how well that one strap has been designed as far as shape goes. And uh, my other bags in the past were almost like a backpack strap; it was just the same width the entire length of the strap, you know, until you got down to where the nylon, you know, webbing or whatever happens. But on this one, you know, it's narrow as it comes across, you know, like somebody's girth like I've got here. And then as it comes up to your shoulder, you know, it widens out. And it kind of just it it just wraps over your shoulder. I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it just the damn thing fits good. Yeah. And uh and I like it. <laughs> so yeah. I'm gonna be walking around with a sling bag. Yeah. Well, I mean not
0: not not to to um you know two think tanks Horn here, but I really do think they take a lot of um, ergonomics into consideration. I mean, I, I agree. You know, I've got the um, the rolling takeoff bag, and uh, it's it's essentially a carry on bag, but it's got built in backpack straps. And I've right. I've lugged that thing on my back around an airport before, and had no problem with it. Like I, it, it wasn't uncomfortable. You know, um, I, I had no problem leaving it on there for 20-30 minutes at a time, if, if like I needed. Yep my free hands and everything. So I would imagine that they, they probably put a lot of thought into um, the way. Cause I mean, you're right. It's, it's, it may not seem like a whole lot, but, uh, but that strap is definitely a, um, a big consideration. Yeah, if You're going to be
2: wearing it for any length of time. Right. You know, that's when, when consideration to human anatomy comes into play. I mean, I'll, I'll go on the think tank bandwagon here more. Um, another bag that I've got is their shape shifter backpack. And again, it's the, you know, it's a backpack, but it's the most comfortable backpack I've ever worn. Um, it's even got, like, this this venting channel that runs up through the back uh, the back and back of the bag interface to allow for cooling. Whenever we travel, that's what I take. You and, and I'll pack it full of stuff and mount a tripod on it, and I'll wear it through the airport, and I'll have the thing on for, like, an hour. And, after, honestly, after a while, you know, you just kind of don't even think about the fact that you've got a bag on your back. Yeah. So, yeah, kudos to Think Tank for well-engineered stuff.
0: And it it takes a pretty good beating too. Um, we tossed mine around this past weekend, so I, I guess I'll, I'll kind of use that to transition into what I did. Um, I actually uh, I shot my brother in law's engagement photos. He just got um, just got engaged, so uh, congratulations to him and his fiance. Um, so we uh, we actually went through some of the uh, neater parts of Pittsburgh because um, that's where he's from, and and uh, did their engagement shoots. Uh, we went. There was like this produce loading dock area that had some really neat like brickwork and some old garage doors cool but it smelled like somebody poured baby poop all over the place <laughs> i got no idea we were trying to figure it out we don't know if it was like um
1: i'm trying to imagine somebody pouring baby poop. Oh, but it was
0: that's... awful it was absolutely terrible it was one of those things where you just couldn't um you couldn't be in it too long because it it made you physically ill but um so we we did those, and then uh, it was my father-in-law's 60th. We did we had a surprise 60th birthday party, so that was kind of neat because I um I really enjoy um, really enjoy doing like events like that. It's just a, a neat fun thing to do to kind of ad lib, um, and definitely with with the way we were set up, uh, it was in a garage and then out under a tent. The lighting was all sorts of screwed up because it was a dark garage with a big old backlight. Coming in through you know with the sun and everything, so having to take into account for that, so it was really kind of neat. Um, so that was kind of really all I shot this past weekend. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to the the future though. Uh, I just bought um, and we're actually probably we'll probably talk about it next week because it should come in this weekend. Um, I bought my first studio monolight. Uh, I bought an Alien Bees B800. Really yeah. excited about that. Um, I kind of toyed around. Light. Um guest of the show alex huff uh had and and I kinda swapped emails back and forth a little bit I was looking at um at Adorama's flashpoints but there's just not enough known about them and uh everybody really seems to like paul stuff so. uh,
1: you, you can't go wrong with Alien only beast. Right. i've I've seen those things drop As out of Venus. everybody and they still work
0: right so uh so the the toughest decision was figuring out what color to get. I went with black.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, just because the yellow's kind shit of I, about the pink one. Well, I, <laughs> again, I I gotta I gotta give. Go ahead and get your whips ready. I gotta give credit to my wife. Um, I said, what color should I get? I said, what? I said, I really want to get the green one. I think it looks neat. I said, and uh, if it's brightly colored, nobody will run into it. And she goes, well, I think you should get the black one. And I said, why? And she goes, well, if there's a videographer there. Uh, And they see this giant green light in any of their videos, it's gonna make you look bad. And I was like, "Wow, I knew I married you for a reason." So, (laughs) better better half comes through again. Yeah, I guess so. So, um, so yeah, the brains behind the operation is pretty much what it is.
2: Um,
1: I I would have found out what the trending color for weddings was in 2014 and got that color. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, Well, that was that was was what was crazy was they were offering two colors at a um, a premium price. Really, really, it's it's what colors. Is purple, pink. One of them, purple and blue. No, pink was one of the regular colors you could get.
2: That's what I want to get. Yeah, they got something that confidence, like pink. showing up with pink.
0: You know, yeah, real edge. men shoot with pink alien bees. I got the I got the middle ground one. Um, that one seemed to be a pretty good compliment. Um, my my big use that I'm 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 planning on using it for is for uh, kind of lighting the reception. A lot more. Uh, I p- still plan on using you know regular flashes. But um, this is really going to kind of throw some light, uh, like I'm hoping it will, because uh, I got a wedding. You know not what kind to... of
2: modifiers you're going to get first? Have you thought about that or?
0: Well, it comes with a reflector, um, so I'll probably shoot. just bounce that off. Well, so they're fantastic. through like like
1: white shoot through umbrellas, right? It's right. Well, fantastic.
0: so I've got a couple of shoot throughs um, that I will probably stick on there for like the family portraits in the church uh, if I end yeah. up using it for that. Um, but just for now. The wedding that's in October, I mentioned it once or twice before, but it's in this um, really neat museum. Uh, it's like an entertainment museum or whatever. So I'm assuming it's going to be kind of museum dark, um, but I, I should be going uh, to check that out in next week maybe, I hope. Uh, so I'll, I'll know a little bit more then. But um, like I said, I mean, I, I figure with that, um, we just picked up another uh, manual flash, uh, the, the Yongnuo that I've talked about before. Really liking them. It was seventy six dollars, and it's got the it's got the power of Canon's five eighties. It, it doesn't have TTL, but that's okay because I'm controlling everything uh, manually for seventy six dollars. So for, for
1: that cost, you could duct tape it to the top of a, a right? ceiling in a reception hall and use it as a remote. Exactly.
0: <laughs> um, so I figure I'll use it at the wedding in October and then throw it away because. Uh, Welcome to America, it's $76, I'll just toss it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm really excited to get that, hopefully uh, I'll get a chance to play around with it a little before the show next week. If not, I'll probably put it right up here and just put the light on me. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, just...
1: you know, what's crazy is I've, I've actually I've done a lot of photo booths with alien bees, mm-hmm. and literally one alien bee with a, I don't know, like a 36-inch uh, reflector umbrella is enough to cover 15 people. Well, that was kind
0: of that was kind of why I, I looked at, at those in particular and why I ended up getting that one is is everybody said you know, first off their customer service is apparently second to none. Um, yeah, but
1: uh, they're on Twitter and everything.
0: Yeah, but but they said that the like one of the biggest so there were two things that really kind of stuck out to me. Uh, one was their customer service, and two was the price of their uh, accessories and replacement parts. So their their modeling bulb you can get at a hardware store for like seventy five cents. Um, and as far as like the actual flash itself the parts are half the price of, of you know any of the the other lines of uh, mono lights out there so I mean I'm always looking long term I, I don't like spending money because I'm cheap so yeah. kind of pick up the one <laughs> like kind of picked up the one that was not gonna cost me the most so um, but other than that a uh, little bit of a disappointment today I don't know if anybody uh, who who's friends with me on Facebook or whatever. I heard back from uh, Operation Love Reunited, and they rejected my application. And that, that has a sad. Yeah. So I think I know. I think I, I kind of think I know what happened. I sent them to my website, which has about half of the work that I've done, uh, along with a lot of other crap that's kind of relevant to photography, but isn't technically a portfolio. So um, they gave me the opportunity to reapply. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm on the fence about that a little bit because, you know kind of thinking maybe they just didn't take the time to look but I'm not going to sit here and and you know bash the company or whatever it's it's not really kind of what I want to do um so I'm I think what I'm going to end up doing is is submitting more uh of my client work mostly the uh the um Zenfolio stuff that I have that isn't on my website and see if um see if maybe that'll work and if it doesn't then it just wasn't meant to be and I won't volunteer anymore so
1: you know, honestly, have you have you ever like Googled like Zachy Golf Photography or your name or something and just seen what comes up in images? Because I know a lot of people will do that rather than just jump to the website. I just have, like... but
0: I never um I never log out of Google first because oh, hold on. I never log <laughs> out of Google. I never never, never log out of Go- Google first because uh that does it does take into account if you're logged in. Yeah. Um, oh. You... I'll Google you. you Actually, Google you, if if I, if I Google me, the uh, the fourteenth photo that comes up is a picture of Jamie.
2: Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. So,
0: here, I'll, I'll screen. We, we can't get rid of Jamie. I'll screen share it just for uh, just because it's funny. Uh We're at least... <laughs> <laughs> You're right there. How weird. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean <laughs> it, it is right. a lot of these photos. I don't like. I don't. I don't remember. Well, and see that's the thing that's weird too is. There's another Zach E. that lives kind of near me. Oh there's, really? See, there's a picture of Peyton Manning and Eli Manning from Google. But he doesn't know me, so. See, yeah. you
1: know what's funny is if you if you look at this, is that Patrick down there?
0: Yeah, right here. Well, I was on his show, so I was I was on. <laughs> okay. st- I was on the Staying in Focus podcast uh, one time, so. But hey, like, you put
2: right. stickers on your lens hoods too.
0: I Rockstar. do. Dark. Where did you see cool. that? Oh, you're looking at the pictures now, I Googled you. Oh, so this is actually uh, really cool. I did the – oh, terrible. Really? Oh, that's right. I forgot they stole these images and didn't give me <laughs> <any> credit. Um, <laughs> so I, I covered the Maryland Grand National.
1: Uh, With stolen pictures?
0: No, no, no. I actually – I shot the photos. Uh, I No, I, man, but these are really – Oh, looking yeah, at yeah, yeah. Stolen. I covered the Maryland Grand National. Oh, these are new posts. But um, I covered the Maryland Grand National for, for Patch.com a couple of years ago. Uh, which was really cool because I got a chance to watch a rider get thrown from a horse and the horse run at the crowd, and because of where Heck I was, yeah. because of where I was standing, which was dangerously close to the steeples, <laughs> uh, I didn't know any better, and I didn't have uh, um, boots on, so I couldn't really tromp in the mud. Uh, I missed all of it, and by all of it, I mean getting trampled, uh, but did get a chance to see people just scream bloody murder and run <laughs> it was it's actually really funny <laughs> so yeah so that's what that's a video on. on a
2: camera comes in handy
0: yeah yeah well like i said it was it was a long time ago so uh i didn't get a chance to really do so yeah that's kind of what's been going on um joe uh oh i went to joe's wedding yeah that, yes i was gonna going.
1: ask you about it. i figured that'd be a good um
0: but... that was kind of interesting because. Um. Well, it was a really fun wedding. We had a blast. Um, Getting a chance to watch his, it was, so I found out later that he actually had nothing to do with the photographer, which was really shocking to me. That shocks me as well. I know. Not just from Joe, but from really anybody, I would think. like That was, to me, one of the biggest concerns uh, was was what our photographer was going to do and and the kind of pictures that that we were going to get from him. So I was really surprised uh, to find that out, but um, neat little setup that they had going. Um, you know, I, I always like watching uh, photographers at at other weddings. They had a photo booth, that was fun. Uh, what else? The food was good. The drinks were I good.
1: S- I saw the Polaroids. Were those from the photo booth?
0: So Joe, this was actually kind of neat. Um, Joe went on. Um, so so as people may or may not know, Joe um, is is friendly with the folks at Photo Jojo. Um, he'll be the first to to you know kind of. Give them a little bit of of love uh, anytime you need any quirky photography stuff because really they they specialize in it um
1: he, he even made it into a video review well he's been he's
0: been in a couple yeah. of um he's, he's a modeled, hand model he's, yeah, he's a hand model <laughs> uh he, he's like david DuCovney in uh, uh zoolander uh, so he's actually modeled for some of their stuff and um i know he uses a lot of the stuff so one of the things that he um one of the things that he Bought for his wedding uh, was like an Max camera, and I will have to see if I can figure out which one it was. Uh, but Photo Jojo sells them for about, uh, I think, eighty bucks, or whatever it is. It's it's basically a Polaroid camera. Um, that, uh, yeah, here it is. It's the he. So he got the Fuji uh, Instax wide instant camera. Um, what was really funny was it comes with a an adapter for the lens that allows you to take selfies. That's okay. That explains. <laughs> that. Yeah. So like, so if this is the camera and and like the lens is right here, the attachment goes right here, and next to it is a mirror, so you can actually see what you're taking. Um, but it was really neat <laughs> because brilliant. it it gave people instant gratification to see the photos. And and as it it turns out, people were kind of confused by it. So myself and uh, one of his groomsmen took it upon ourselves to take all of the cartridges of film put them in our wives purses and have them follow us around and we were just taking like we were capturing the the wedding from an instant standpoint um that's kind was of really fun. really neat. joe's going to awesome. put joe's going to put a lot of them up uh, i know he's he's going to scan them uh, and and film or scan scan the um the actual prints and um put them up on facebook uh, so hopefully He'll throw some up on Flickr too, and we can link to them in the show if if he's comfortable with doing that. Uh, It's not like they were anything bad, but it was a really neat thing. I know um, Joe has mentioned to me personally, just in our talks, that he actually takes one of these cameras with him uh, anytime he does like a couple shoot, like an engagement or or just whatever, um, and gives them a couple of instant photos right away, uh, so that they can see what they look like, and it kind of. I can understand That's where it's cool. coming from. It kind That's of breaks fine. down that, that discomfort and that, that uneasiness. He, um, plus it, it's really neat. It's this big old bulky clunky piece of plastic camera that it was neat. <sighs> I, you know, I got, I got to really give it to him. He definitely took into, um, definitely took it from a photographer's standpoint. Um, Think,
1: he he got away with the glass thing too, which I'm really proud of. Yeah, so the,
0: so for anybody that doesn't follow Joe on, on Google Plus, he um he actually had his rabbi wear yeah. Google Glass during the vows, um, which it's on his Facebook. He's got the yeah, link on his. Facebook. It, it's also on his Google Plus. Um, yeah, so now now right that video. now that the wedding's over, I actually I, I knew he was going to do this. Uh, in fact, most of us on the show did. I think, right? Did he tell us? Yeah. Us, right? yeah. yeah so it was It was actually really neat. Uh, i got to give credit to his wife for letting him do that. Wow. Uh, <laughs> How
1: did it look from your perspective? Because it looked like it was just a really quick handoff.
0: It was. Um, so one of his groomsmen uh, was the keeper of, of the glass. Uh, he pulled <laughs> him out of his pocket, slapped him on, pulled you know, touched the side to activate them, and, and handed them to the rabbi, and she she picked them up. And it's actually neat because in the in the uncut video, you can see this whole process. She takes them, she puts them on, she adjusts the screen a little bit because. I actually got to wear them too, which was really neat. I'm kind of gushing <laughs> over, over that. Um, but uh, you have you do have to adjust the screen a little bit to, to kind of see uh, properly. Otherwise, it makes you dizzy and makes you want to throw up. Um, it could have been the alcohol though too. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so the rabbi put him on, and and she immediately went to to reading the vows, and and you know when when Joe's wife was talking, he she was looking at at her, so you saw that, and and the camera on Google Glass is wide enough that you were able to see everything. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see because they had a videographer for the wedding. Um, it'll be interesting to see the difference. You know in the vows from the videographer standpoint versus from literally right next to them but it was really neat um, you know like I said got, got to hand it to Joe he definitely for, for those of you that know Joe personally he definitely worked his his um, geek magic into his own wedding yeah um, just with the, the instant cameras and the photo booth and, and Google Glass um, it was really neat it was a, it was a neat thing to be a part of uh, really really kind of cool um, I do have to say though that instant camera was like twelve prints per cartridge, and that was it <laughs> so but you we, gotta love it. we were we were rattling off picture after picture, but it was neat too because we went to brunch the next morning with with everybody that stuck around and i and I somehow ended up keeping all the photos um so I brought them down to brunch with us and spread them out on the table and I was like, oh, that was such a good time, so it was neat, really, really good um I can't wait to see the pictures. Um, hopefully they, they sure. did a good job um, otherwise I'm sure Joe will tan their asses for not taking good <laughs> photos so um, yeah that was kind of kind of cool um, I didn't take my camera which was great I'm really kind of getting into that not taking my camera to weddings
1: go figure right <laughs> not
0: taking photos of, of uh, the people there because sometimes you just want to relax so but um, yeah. Joe had his own hashtag for the wedding so you know everybody was taking instagram photos and, and really kind of getting into it uh quite a bit so
1: yeah hey i was uh, real quick i was gonna do a quick screen and just show you the result my first um one of my first uh square ready um things this is a picture right here this is shot my iphone 4s um just basically a filter in uh, VSCO Cam or uh, visco Cam, and then processed in the Square Ready app, and that's literally the the size of the picture just cropped into the Instagram crop. So you can tell there's a little bit of loss in it. Um, this one is not cropped. That's straight from the phone, almost just uh, cropped in, in uh Visco Cam. But uh, as you can tell, like just you know, you you look back and you can you can see like it. It enables you to get, I see a lot of people doing it, it enables you just to get that, that full look in your picture and still use Instagram as an uploader. So it can be cropped any size you want and has a cool little centering tool. So you just click the button so you can make it whatever size you want and you click center it drops it right to center and you literally just upload it straight to Instagram from the app. So it's a fantastic little thing. So I figured I'd just show that picture real quick.
0: It makes it look neat, yeah,
1: so for sure. It does, yeah. It, it, it definitely kind of opens up the picture, because sometimes pictures look great square, but sometimes I felt myself going, man, it's just missing out on everything I saw with the picture. So it's, it's a great way to kind of make it more camera-ish, I guess, if you're using Instagram. Can you
2: say the name of that app
1: again? It's uh, Square Ready.
2: Okay. Uh, let me spell oh, yeah.
1: it. It's S-Q-U-A-R-E. EADY square. Okay. And there's a cool. pro version and a free version. The free version is more than enough to get started. And the afternoons are the, the afternoons, the ads are really minimal. Um so it's it's got little scrolling ads at the very bottom kind of like the weather channel app at okay. the top, but other than that it's it's almost not noticeable. Cool.
0: Yeah. So um we really don't well, we really don't have a lot of time left anyways. But um there's really only two stories that uh that I wanted to bring up uh this week. Um Joe actually wanted us to bring up one, so I guess there's really only one that I have to bring up. Um the, the one that Joe wanted to bring up uh was, was Sony, um and their their rumored Z shift sensor. I don't know if you guys heard about that. At yeah, all.
1: I've heard some, some of it. I've seen some of the stuff come through.
0: Yeah. It's it's neat. So basically what it does is it allows um the Sony cameras to move their sensor to uh to allow lenses that may not be able to maintain autofocus, uh to maintain their autofocus. Uh no matter so basically no matter what lens is attached, they they'll still maintain their autofocus. Uh, so
2: regardless of register distance, is what you're saying. So like is that how that works? I mean, because the the distance from the back of the element to the so the sensor is different, based on different mounts, it's going to allow those to work. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's... Is a, that what we're talking
0: about? It says it features a Z-shift sensor that can move up to 18 millimeters in order to bring images in focus, no matter what lens is attached. So I would I would assume yeah. that it's got to be moving, like... Yeah, it's going to move in and out, so right. um, I've got, like, some old C-mount lenses and stuff like that, and the
2: register distance is goofy, and I've had to, like... Make metal shims and stuff to modify them to fit on my four-thirds cameras to to allow me to get focus, and something like that is super cool with just a cheap, whatever adapter. I mean, the sensor can shift to allow focus. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could pretty much raid every Goodwill store, you know, from from here to yeah. California, and, and get some pretty good lenses. That's cool. If, if I care. mean,
1: I, I think this is a great sign that people are recognizing. Um, I mean, you go to eBay and you can find, like, I, I googled 35mm F2 earlier when I saw that B&H was reducing their price on that 35 F2, the brand new one, And you can go in there and, and they have, like, 15 to 20 of the old school 35, you know, 14 different kinds of the 35mm, the old Canon ones, the old mounts. And, you know, I, I think... You know, the market's back out there, and I think Sony's seeing a trend ahead of time, or at least recognizing that the trend's happening where people want to use old and new lenses or, you know, replica old lenses.
0: Well, and, I mean, there's just something about that that old glass that really kind yeah. of gives it, especially with, with you know... The that radioactive it, feel. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> or mold. People really like shooting mold. Yeah. Um. So, you know, there's there's kind of that that it kind of gives them a little bit of a sense of nostalgia, I guess, maybe. The word? There's a different
2: look to the lenses. Sure, yeah. certainly. That, the coatings definitely make a difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, and, you know, the other thing, too, is maybe we're starting to see the shift away from every kind of line has to have its own mount. I mean, we kind of saw that with the Rebel line where you can put EF and EFS on there. And you kind of see what the, the mount adapters, but I, I could see at some point if this kind of technology takes off that, you know, everybody builds one mount and you put different lenses on the mount, cheap, expensive, you know, whatever, and then people are buying it more for the lens or the price rather than the mount. And then you're building different bodies that do pro things versus consumer things, and then everybody has the same mount and they just go and buy different lenses and you can almost, you know, you can, you can make... A bunch of different primes and stuff, and everybody be able to buy them rather than having a segmented market. But maybe I'm looking too deep into that. Yeah, probably. I probably am.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely. Neat. I don't know that it will um really get a lot of people to jump on board Sony, but it's definitely a. I mean, it's definitely a step in a neater direction. Um, so yeah. Um, and speaking of step in some kind of direction, uh, the second story. I don't really know that it's too much uh, related to photography, but um, I wanted to talk about did you guys about the the, the business with Microsoft um, buying 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 nokia, nokia. Buying nokia. <laughs> um, obviously with 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 Nokia having um, you know their their line of Lumia basically cameras with phones built into them um, in fact I, I do have to say their their latest commercial uh, with the All of the people in the crowd taking photos with their iPads and their smartphones and then the people sitting at the back on, oh, don't worry about it. I got a 500-megapixel camera on my phone. We got plenty of detail. (laughs) Um, I I haven't read too much into it, so I'm not really sure what Microsoft thinks they're doing. Um,
1: Um, A 41-megapixel face-forward camera on the surface?
0: Let's, Although uh, that, that would or having it. your
2: camera updated on Patch Tuesday, along with your Windows, <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> and having to restart it every time you want to take a picture.
2: Now, now what what's
1: crazy is even though Steve Bomber's on his way out, and people have a lot of issues with him, if if you're into the tech world at all, you know there, you'll, there's controversy around Ballmer. But uh, in an interview today, he pointed out he's like, you know, with names like uh, Windows Phone Lumia 1020, where he's like, we can do better. You know, we can do better with the names and better with the product than what's being done with the products right now.
2: I'll and, give them um, credit; a lot of their hardware stuff is actually good. Right? Yeah. Now. I mean, peripheral-wise, anyways, I love their mice and keyboards; they're top-notch. Well, in the yeah. Windows phones, had a little bit of hands-on time with their tablets, and they seem to be pretty solid. I've
0: I've had the opportunity to use some Windows phones, and I and I do have to say that the the camera while the actual physical hardware cameras weren't that great, the interface was, was actually pretty good. That's uh, what and, I heard, too. I, I've talked to people that actually own the, the Lumia cameras, and, uh, or the, the Lumia phones, and they said the phones are crap, but the cameras themselves are, are actually are, pretty good, yeah. especially for, you know, it, it sucks that you have to put that caveat on there, but especially for a, a mobile phone camera.
1: Now, the the thing that intrigues me, I think, is the most pertinent for, I guess, photographers or for photography, is that Bomber did point out he's like we need we want to focus on our, I um probably misquoting him here, but basically they want to focus on the app universe, and the speculation is that that means Instagram, that means Flickr, that means things like that, you know, where they're gonna they're gonna do what you know, because I I think that's the one thing that's keeping people from. You know, if, if Apple put a 41-megapixel camera in the iPhone and people sold it... People would flip. Oh, people would. You know, they, you know, I mean, I could see them doing that with the iPod. You know, the next iPod comes out, has, like, a camera in the ear pod, and it's bone connection in your, your ear or whatever. And, and here, we're putting a 40-megapixel camera in our iPod. They would sell, like, hotcakes.
0: Well, let's not get ourselves here. Apple could, Apple could put a 1-megapixel camera in yeah. the next iPhone, <laughs> tell people, people that it's retro, and they're still going to buy it.
1: And and the whole reason is because of the app universe that they have behind them. I mean, you've got everything. I've got so many different tools I can pick up. I haven't spent a cent in my app store with my new phone, and I've got more tools than I ever need. I've got a light meter. I've got um, editing. I've got cropping. I've got, you know, posting everything on there, and it hasn't cost me a cent besides buying the phone to put all those tools on there. You know, I've got flashlight with strobe I could use for light painting if I wanted, I've got a light meter that can kind of give me an idea where to set my lens and all that and it's it's all free and right available to you and I, I think maybe we can start seeing these the viability of a 41 megapixel handheld little camera um, at some point when they make the apps cuz the apps are where it's at you know that's kind of where everything's happening right now so once they can tie all that in then we've got something that we can work with in my opinion.
0: Yeah now if um now if you could just attach fiber optic tubing to your iphone yes and everything alex <laughs> said last week is pretty much moot <laughs> right so what are you gonna do hey um, photo
1: jojo i'm looking at you somebody's right. developed it i'm telling you, need you to man, they
0: got some wild stuff on there i actually they do have, i have a couple of the. that's actually where i got my uh my ring flash adapter from which as, as much as i don't play with that thing it, it, when i do actually bring that out um Really just makes them wild. And actually, uh, one of the neatest things, uh, Joe actually uh, informed me of this at his wedding. Uh, Photo Jojo is now selling trigger traps.
2: Yeah, I really? saw that. Really? I was yeah. just looking there earlier. Yep. That's uh, kind
0: of huge. Which I actually, one of the things that I wanted to talk about, um, I actually opted into the trigger trap Android beta program. Um, and cool. some of the new updates that they're, they're bringing to the app finally are bringing it onto the level that it's at. Uh, with the iPhone, there's there's still a lot of hardware limitations. Uh, Trigger Trap has always said that because Android's hardware is so fragmented, it's very difficult because everything's sent through an audio signal, um, and because yeah. it's a different audio signal from each phone, it's difficult to kind of lock that down. But the app itself, it's it's finally you know on on um, Android's app specifications, and it looks neat. Uh, I haven't actually even used it yet. I just like looking at it. So. Uh, that's really cool. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I might play with it. Well, I won't be – actually, I might play – I'm going to a bachelor party this weekend. We're camping on the beach. Oh, so I'll help. play with it. Maybe – I don't know. Cameras at a bachelor party aren't always a good idea. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> that's, <laughs> so, that's what filters are for. That's right. So, yeah, they've got some really neat stuff there. Uh, and I know um, maybe we'll we'll have Joe talk about it sometime because I know he's, he's used a lot of the stuff that's on there um, and could probably talk a lot better about about that stuff some of the stuff's really dumb like why would i need a burrito wrap for my lenses but
1: because I yeah, that's right
0: <laughs> but like uh the chalkboard speech bubble i have which is great for babies um because babies- you can
1: replicate that really easy cut it out of um cut it out of like a piece of wood and and paint it with oh yeah oh, it's I'm, been I'm, done
0: oh yeah i'm sure you could i'm just like it with
1: chalkboard paint
0: i'm just i'm just lazy it's fifteen dollars. It's, it's fifteen dollars. <laughs> my labor is worth. My lack of labor is way worth way more than that. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So um, wrapping up kind of a little bit. Um, I don't know if you guys had anything else to talk about.
1: Not really. It's been kind of week. It, it-, it has. It
0: has. I actually uh, want
1: B&H, to do... BH is closed tomorrow, but when they reopen again, um, they have the lens that I've talked about two weeks prior that I used at my last wedding—the 35 f2 IS for
0: $200 off. So check that out. Well, you can still interested. order it today; it just won't. You could yeah, you can still order today—an eternity.
1: And that's not a sponsored link. I'm just yeah. throwing that out there because it was all over the place today.
0: Yeah, now's a really bad time to be ordering from from those places because with the, with the holidays they. Are open and close it all over the place. So yeah, it's so just weird. be cognizant of that if you are actually ordering from some of those. Just some. This is your friendly F stops here podcast tip of the week. Jamie, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about?
2: No, just follow me on Twitter so you can win a bag from That's, Think Tank Photo. Don't follow Get Jamie things. on
0: Twitter because I want to win the
2: bag. MacDonald <laughs> underscore photo. Follow me. I'm yeah. giving it away tomorrow night.
0: Um. Yeah, it's definitely I, – I can't wait to see how whoever wins it, um, it does does with it. You should make them do a video or at least – I am
2: it. asking adamantly that they at yeah, least share some photos or something. Well, I yeah, hope
1: they do. I'm a big fan of sling anything, and I love my I, I love my sling straps, and um, it definitely looks like a really cool bag. Your sling bags? Like sli- sling bags. Yeah, <laughs> sling bags. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. yeah, no, I,
0: I, I can I can say from experience that um if your winner does preach about it on the internet, uh, think tank is really big about kind of getting that out there. Oh, speaking of getting that out there, I, I to- sorry I totally forgot. Um, so <laughs> five minutes, you got it. Always. I know. so two week uh, about a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago, I wrote a um, a small blog post on my site uh, talking about the importance of backing up all of your crap. Uh, really important, obviously. Um, as as i talked about before i nearly had a nervous breakdown after the wedding like the night after i shot that wedding about not having a good backup plan um so i'm i'm assuming it was just a gimme for having her having her on our show last week uh, <laughs> but a- alex um alex huff from barolenses.com contacted me uh earlier it was actually i think i was sending her messages at joe's like during joe's ceremony <laughs> so <laughs> Um, talking about she wanted to she asked for my permission to reprint it um so that post actually got featured on Lens's blog um it's up there now it 's on their facebook um it's it's actually pretty neat to see that the internet can still do constructive comments uh and it it wasn't just a bunch of flaming trolls um but the <laughs> their facebook post got got quite a bit of um commentary and it was it was kind of neat i i got i got like warm fuzzy feelings knowing that 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 was up there and that that Alex kind of thought it was good enough to go up on their blog because they've had some really crazy posts up there and and really good stuff. So um, I'll include a link to that in case anybody wants to read it. Um, But, yeah, so I was really proud of that. And it's good, you know, for for the show too because it kind of makes us look like maybe we know what we're talking about. (laughs) At least you anyways. Yeah. If
1: if you guys are missing it, Alex Huff dropped another amazing meme for us tonight. Oh, yeah, you really... I saw that. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the Velociraptor. If Apple made a camera, would it support
0: flash? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Womp-omp. That's so bad. <laughs>
1: Alex, you're the best.
0: Yeah. So um so yeah, that's kind of. I wanted to to share that. Like I said, really excited and proud of that. Um, two more things I wanted to to kind of touch on real quick before we close. Um, I think in the future we'll do a um kind of a show on on some of the more external stuff that, that we do if you guys are interested in it because um, two of the things that I really want to talk about, especially from a business perspective, is, is some of the stuff that I use to kind of track um, my my business in general. Um, so two of the things that uh, I'll just kind of glance over real quick. I use Wave uh, waveapps.com uh, and none of these are sponsored because I don't actually even know if you can get sponsors. Um, but I use that to track all my expenses, uh, which is really neat because it's all done in the cloud and I can access it from anywhere. And then I'm actually using a uh, an application called Trello, uh, T-R-E-L-L-O, to track. It's it's basically like a giant Gantt chart for anybody that was a business major in college. Um, it just allows you to track kind of your, your workflow from booking a client to completing a client. So we can talk about those more in-depth you know, when we have a little bit more time. But they're definitely neat um, stuff. So, yeah. Don't know why I want it. Cool. Kind of felt like one was in there. So, unless you guys have anything else, we'll probably uh, get on up out of here. Yeah. Quite weak. I didn't yeah. talk much. <laughs> Go ahead. You got two minutes. No. I have too much of a buzz. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. Please I'll just come. I'll just let you know
2: that apple wine is like twelve and a half percent alcohol by volume, in two of these glasses is I'm
0: a lightweight. Is that apple wine? <laughs> so apple I'm wine? Letting... Or is it apple wine? Apple wine. Yeah. No. Apple. A P P L E. Okay. Because I make ap, I make apple wine. It's A P F E L V I V E I N. It's German. It sounds like it. What it's, is it? It's fan. It's basically fermented apple cider, and it's delicious. Oh yeah, that's what this is. Okay. So, yeah. so I make that.
1: The um, D- delicious vinegar overtones. No,
0: no, no! It's, it's no, yeah. Oh, I'm it's just kidding. so good. It's so good. So we're gonna have to talk off
2: show about yeah. that. because oh, yeah, <laughs> I've got a kit, I've got yeast, and I've got you know my Ooh. little
0: bubble stopper should, thingy, and you probably get get that checked. out I've,
1: I've been drinking public sweet tea out of a Starbucks mug just for the the of it.
0: Nice. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, that um, <laughs> I think that's gonna bring our episode to a close. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, as, as we always like to say, uh, thanks for, for watching the show. If um, you guys want to go ahead and, and go on iTunes, you can rate us. Um, give us a like or a thumbs up on, on uh, YouTube if you're watching us there. Um, didn't have a guest this week. I think we're actually going to have a guest next week. I think Lisa's going to be back on the show. Okay, um, fantastic. And Joe will be back as well. I th- yes, I think. And we can bug him about his wedding. Well, we're going to bug him about his wedding and, and uh, his trip. He's actually taken a, a really nice trip that I'm not going to let our viewers know, but I'll tell you guys after we close the show where he's going. <laughs> um, so hopefully he'll have a lot of cool pictures from that. So, um, yeah, just uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, and this has been episode 29 of the F Stop Share podcast.